Hey everyone, I'm Brenda and I'm Julia and you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. As you can probably hear, me and Brenda are not in the same location today. We're on the Zoom. The Zoom. The Zoom. Brenda's, you know, having a little, having a little not feel so great, so we're just being cautious. Yes. Now that is a lesson we want you to take away from the Roaring Twenties Podcast, girls. <laughs> Be safe. That's all we're preaching here, you know? That's all we're saying. Brenda's getting an occasional chocolate chip on the tooth. Yeah. How did it come back if I licked it off? <laughs> Are we intrigued by that? <laughs> it keeps coming back. Yeah, okay. We're good. We're better. <laughs> we're better. It's okay. Nobody's seeing this. We're not putting out a YouTube since we're not together, but there will be a YouTube for Thursday's episode. And mm-hmm. guys, Thursday's episode is so much fun. So much fun. We plan to record for an hour as we normally do. And then Julia works her magic. And we ended up staying for like two hours, two and a half. We could not get enough of these boys. Literally, we have an incredible recording with the boys from the Charity Stripe podcast. One of them, Josh, is a lifelong friend of mine and a friend of Brenda's. And we go in with them on all things on love, dating, marriage somehow sex texting communicating instagram like we go there with them on like the male perspective on all these things and it was so much fun and i was editing the episode before we hopped on bud and i was like i want to call them and just have them talk more to us oh my gosh yeah seriously (laughs) can i call them and we do another episode right impromptu right now right now seriously a little hangout they were just we went into it of course excited but we didn't know what to fully expect we knew we were asking off the cuff questions and they just handled them so well we expected like almost uh what's the word like like quick questions but they dove in you guys they took a real and raw approach like there was no tomorrow did they really went there with the theme of the podcast Mm -hmm. guys you are going to love them it's a perfect balance between like really funny and also very introspective and just to you know just to put it out there it is three white men that are all around the same age 25 so like their perspective is just one perspective they're all straight so like it is you know take it with a grain of salt it's a very narrow perspective but they do offer some really good insight to what guys might be thinking about on certain topics and I thought it was just so fun to get to hear their perspectives and it was nice to have three of them to kind of bounce off of each other and we just had so much fun I think everybody's gonna love it yeah it's definitely like a different take I mean it's so well it's interesting because at first like oh it's a it's a different take from what we normally do but it was pretty like still in the vein of Roaring 20s it was 100% in the vein of what we do 100% and it was cool because they're all in different areas of their life different relationship status all the things so like their perspective was of course like shaped by their experiences and all that stuff and they just have such a 
great hearts. And I think it also gives for the people out there that are like, oh my gosh, boys don't have deep conversations or they don't have emotions or like shit like that. Mm-hmm. No, they do. Like, yeah. And some of them are more in touch with their emotions than others, but it was really cool to hear like, to hear boys get real and raw, honestly. So yeah, it was so fun. And we'll, we'll go into it a little bit more um, in this episode. Yeah. About- Before we do that, Brenda, we have to do the most important meal of the day. Oh, serving it up Gary's way. I liked that. Do you not know where it's from? No. You SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, what episode? It's the most important meal of the day. Serving it up Gary's way. I don't remember that epi. Huh. It's when Gary wouldn't eat his breakfast. Is that his meal? Yes, of course. Oh, I oh my God. She doesn't know who Gary is. Gary the snail. I knew. You I had to add. I had to confirm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway, it's time for Pride and Pickle. Yeah. Ooh, and the yeah. I think the yeah was my favorite part. Scooby-Doo. Um, okay. I'm a scatter. You really are. Thank you. Um, where to begin? Where to begin? Where to huh. begin? What's your pride? What's my pride? My pride is hmm, what is my pride, Julia? I might start with my pickle. Do it. Um, okay. My pickle is that I sometimes feel weird like asking for help to any capacity, which is weird because I preach it a lot. Um, Like if I'm in like discomfort or pain or like whatever, because I notice I have this fear that people are going to think I'm lying. I don't know why, but I I notice that in a lot of different ways, like whether it's like, oh, something's uncomfortable. Mm. Even if I say it, actually, even if I tell people like, oh, I'm not feeling great right now, I have this weird fear that people are going to think I'm lying and judge me for it. So I- Sure, people can resonate with that. Oh, I'm so glad you feel that way because I think it's so strange. And then once I do share, I feel so much guilt for the attention that it causes like for people asking if you're okay and of course it it means a lot but I just I don't know why it makes me so uncomfortable of the idea of other people thinking I'm lying about something or being too dramatic or whatever like I find the need to justify a lot and it's an area where I totally struggle in being unapologetic. Yeah, I mean, I think that does go into your being unapologetic. And too, and I think that's a woman thing that we feel like we have to downplay our feelings so as not to come off as dramatic. Yeah, um, for sure. You're allowed to like feel your physical feelings and totally. you shouldn't feel bad for that. And like if someone wants to say you're being dramatic, like they can go fuck yeah. themselves. <laughs> and it's as simple as that. Um, but yeah, and and along with the unapologetic thing, I'm I'm definitely in a lot of ways have have seen that I've been struggling with that all around. Um, it's it's a tough thing when you have so much you want to do and be and all the things, but also simultaneously a big piece of my identity is caring for others. And sometimes I really do that piece of me outweighs what I really want. And I very much noticed that. Um, so that's where I am with that. Um, and I want to encourage everyone, myself included, that if you're in a place where you're kind of still trying to figure out which route to take, just remember that it still is actually really, really admirable to align with what you want to be doing, that people really respect that, even if it's not about them and it shouldn't be about them, that that's really admirable. I know I admire a lot of people who do that. And then my pride, my pride is honestly, is us, Julia. Aww. Um, 
My pride is firstly you because you really always do so much work for the podcast but I think that it's just obviously you've gotten a lot more work over the past few weeks and like you just never complain about it not that you're not allowed to you totally are but I think you do a whole lot of work and I hope people know that but it's not something they really see so yeah I'm very grateful for Jalia that's very sweet of course she spends hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours um just to Brenda does just as much in her own right. In my own We would way. have no guest if it wasn't for Brenda. She does all the outreach. Oh, my God. Um, you do. And going off of that, based on our rejection episode, I'm proud of us for making a choice to be bold in the beliefs that we have about our platform because it can be, like, really awkward no matter how much you believe in something to be like, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey to people. But um, yeah. I think we're so excited to share and grow and all the things. So that's my break. Love it. Love it. What about you? My pride this week is that we have a new vice president and president, but very much excited about the vice president because she is the first, not the last female vice president. It was so moving to watch her be sworn in. I didn't realize I was going to have such an emotional reaction to it. And it was just so, it was so moving to like be, you know, to get to witness this moment in history. And it's really exciting. I, I just, you know, again, like I think wherever you stand politically, if, if you don't, you know, align with her politics 100%, that's fair. But I think to at least appreciate, you know, the moment in history that it really is a big deal. And I just think it's very, very exciting. So that's my pride. And my pickle is... I've been having, so I've been very, very diligent and good with like my morning routine, especially my meditation. Um, and it's been so incredible for me. And like my mornings have been awesome. Like I, like I really like, I feel so awesome in the mornings lately, but my pickle is that I'm having a little trouble sustaining it throughout the day sometimes mm. like that, you know, it, it'll last with me for a little while. And then I'll get like a midday slump usually around like maybe like three or four. And like, that's when like, like self-doubt starts to creep in and like like negative self-talk and like stuff like that. So I'm that it, that's a little frustrating because I feel like I'm working, I'm doing so much work on it um, and being so aware about it. But like I, you know, uh, hopefully that will get less and less the more I practice, you know, because it is a practice of getting rid of, you know, those kind of thoughts and talk. But that's been a little frustrating that it like it seems kind of consistently throughout like the in the middle of the day, I kind of get like a midday slump of um negativity totally yeah that's really interesting that it's like around the same sort of time yeah and I feel like especially I mean I'm sure many people could relate to that too um it feels so good and you should be so proud of showing up for yourself in the mornings because it does set up your day for success but I know how frustrating it is to feel like what the heck like I am choosing to set up my day for success I'm deeply aware of all of the qualities that I have that make me capable and whatnot but why am why are these thoughts still creeping in and why do they last a little bit consistently yeah. and it's nice like I feel like I have much more I I have many more tools now to get myself out of that much quicker because of all the practices I'm doing like I can get myself out of it a lot quicker than I used to be able to but I'm like don't creep in you don't belong here totally so, yeah. but it'll come it is a practice totally um, just a little annoying. Annoying. We don't want you here, negative self-talk. We don't. We don't. We don't want any self-doubt. Is set back to any capacity. I think it's like, I don't want to say normal because I know that there could be less probably for both of us and for most people, but 
yeah, I think it's just something we're like, it, that's we, we do so much that it's just there. And it's like, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> but anyway, we will continue to work on that. And I, I am proud of myself for, for how much I have been sustaining it thus far. You know, I just want it to be perfect. But of course, it's not perfect yet. But that's okay. We'll get there. But it's, all, there. yeah, but it, it is really, it has been quite, um, life altering being so committed to my routine and my um meditation especially and including more positive affirmation stuff and gratitude it it really is life-changing if you commit to it and it's okay that it's not perfect yet if you're there and you're not like believing it yet or feeling perfect about it yet it's okay it's okay I'm with today starting to take things moment by moment I know for myself like I look at things at a month span at a week span how can I you know win this and win that even in terms of a day but I've been trying to look at things more moment by moment and it's not working um it's definitely not working for me (laughs) (laughs) it's not working But I can see the value in looking at things moment by moment because it's like tackling what's right in front of you then and there, appreciating right. what's in front of you then and there. Because I think it it does feel a little overwhelming sometimes when, you know, you're looking at this grand scope of things. And like you said, like looking to check off all the boxes for the whole month, even if it's super well intended, mm. you know, and sometimes it can be really empowering and other times we can get down on ourselves for it. Yeah. Again, a practice. A practice. We you don't have to be perfect at it yet, but it is nice to work towards it. Yeah. And it's nice to know that we're not alone, us and everyone that's listening together in it. Yeah. So on to more fun topics. Oh, there's so much we could go into here. I just want everyone to listen to the episode. Like it's so fun. I feel like a lot, like a lot of things that we talked about is, you know, that women have a certain kind of stigma about men in a certain way. I know I certainly can think that way sometimes. And, you know, we could make generalizations about men's behavior, which, you know, sometimes is really fair and sometimes not fair. Um, Because I think the thing that was most surprised, not surprising to me, the most nice to say out loud with the boys was that like guys have insecurities too. And that's what I want to kind of jump into here about like, I think maybe sometimes we don't give men the space or the grace to have insecurities just like we do. 100%. I don't think you could have said that better, Ju. I think we very often just assume they don't get it or just assume that, you know, we're the only ones feeling it. And I don't think we intend to. I think it's just the way we're conditioned or or when something happens. Of course, it's hard to constantly be thinking, oh, that must be because of this, this, and that, that they're reacting that way. But the reality is it, it probably, like, that's probably the case. Like, there is probably something informing the, re- the way they react in that given moment or the way they think or feel or why their love language is a certain way. And I agreed you, it was so eye-opening to have those types of conversations and to realize that they too think about rejection and think about insecurities with literally every aspect of their lives, whether it's their career or whether they're paying for meals or not, or what girls are thinking about them on social media mm-hmm. and how that like equates to the way they go about dating. I think it's something, you know, like we said before, like it's something we don't really give enough credit to. And I really want to talk about that in terms of like social media because like it's something obviously you and me but are talking about all the time of like the highlight reel and like feeling you know I mean we did a whole episode on like comparison based around with Ashley based around like comparing yourself on social media and I think that I never really think about that like guys are doing that also 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think because guys also like it's there's so many other standards, right, that you and I don't experience directly because we're not men. But like, I'm sure that like, depending on how often a guy posts on social media or what like face he makes, like, you know how girls, our audience obviously can't see me doing it, but like (laughs) men are always like, no. (laughs) What is she? I wish you guys could see her. <laughs> That's a face I've never seen a man like, make. Like, okay, you're right. You're right. It's not that. It's like a ser- it's like a very serious face. Like, like a scowl. Like a yeah. no. That's not the word. What's the word? Like a sm- a smolder. Uh, what is it? A sm- I think smolder. A is smolder. It? Yeah, but it's like I'm certain that guys judge each other or judge themselves based on how they're posting, how much yeah. they're posting. Like I know oh, for that's example, so interesting. We didn't talk about that. Like it would have because I know I know for a fact that girls judge other girls' Instagrams, but like do guys yeah. judge other guys' Instagrams? They they probably do. I know for example, like for Chris, he he's totally like an enigma and a unique person, but he's like my whole feed is you, and I'm like I love that. And I love that. Oh my god, that's that's amazing. But like I wonder if in situations like other people think that's weird or other guys, you know what I mean? It, it's just it's yeah. so, you know, the standards are probably very different. And I know we touched on with them in terms of like women and how men feel if like women are not like in a bathing suit all the like time posting or- more risque photos yeah, yeah or how much or how little I think about that all the time I like wonder if like you know they said they were on the on the speed of like all good like which I love they were like yeah like if you want to post your body post your body like all good no judgment just also be posting other things unless you're like an influencer so it's like so it's like okay you also have friends and you're not just like thinking about just your body all the time which I think was interesting because you know we didn't talk too much about like physicality like they were much more interested in personality traits and energy which I loved but I think it was again a reference to like yeah of course like looks kind of matter sometimes but what's really important is like the type of person that you are and that's what they were saying in that comment of like show that you have you know like friends and a personality and like you know yeah. in hobbies then, totally but then it just comes back to the whole thing that's so confusing of like you know social media is still so one-sided because then it's that pressure of like oh shoot like I just posted my body yesterday so I have to post my friends today oh <laughs> it's horrible jog like you know all these like right. random yeah things so do, do you what kind of like insecurities come up for you when it comes to social media um hmm, that's a really good question a hard one huh Mm. yeah that is a hard one yeah I could I could I mean the first thing that pops to my head for me if it helps you if it helps your brain is I think even if no matter how much like progress I've made in healing and like think defining myself less with my body I definitely still come again sometimes like just wondering what other people how they're looking at my body from the way they were before or if people have noticed changes in my body or what it thinks means to them again it's not something that like eats me alive or anything but it's definitely still sometimes a thought Mm -hmm. and I I think a big piece of that is what's fascinating is that we actually talked about in the comparison episode with Ashley is because we edit our pictures sometimes and granted way less now. Now it's like maybe a teeth whiten or whatever, but I used to edit my body. Mm. So sometimes I'm like, hmm, I wonder, <laughs> like, 
I, I, what was even a real version of myself, you know? Cause yeah, we are totally evolving, but then sometimes we compare ourselves to unrealistic versions of ourselves. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, that's like a whole nother thing of like, that's a whole nother episode of like women editing their bodies either for, you know, for comparison against them old selves or for comparison against other women. And like, I feel like we should do a whole nother episode about that photoshopping and plastic surgery and like blah, 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 because of the emotional standpoint on that and the mental health standpoint on that. But yeah, I totally hear what you're saying. I feel like for me, I get insecure about like posting about my work and people like judging that like, oh, why is she posting about it? Like, that's stupid. Like, that's not an accomplishment. Or like, why is she posting her accomplishments? Like, that's so like, that's so self absorbed, you know, like, I feel like that's what I get insecure about about people judging like what I'm posting about my work for on like either end of the spectrum. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like you and I probably have different, even if it's subconscious, right? And I understand entirely how, of course, like our biggest areas of insecurity will be reflected in what we think about when we put things out into the world. But I'm sure even subconsciously sometimes because you're like in the dating world right now that there's like a small layer of, I don't know, you just, it feels like you have an extra audience, right? Where I feel like for me, most people know, like, I don't even think people, I don't even think boys like, like my picture. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I guess yeah now that I'm definitely like from when I was in a relationship versus now being single like I definitely like feel like I want to look a little prettier in all my posts like when as before maybe I'd be like um it's not like my favorite photo of me ever but like I like what I'm doing or like like my friends and like and now I'm definitely a little more conscious of like um do I actually look good in this picture because I am in the dating world and like I want to present I guess the best physical version of myself as well totally I wouldn't say it's an insecurity but it's definitely something I'm more uh aware of that like I want to look maybe hotter than I would have in the past yeah no I I genuinely think that's a very honest answer I think it's something that a lot of people come up against it's not because we are like as you know self-absorbed and solely want to present this one thing I think it really does show like the pressures that come along with it oh yeah absolutely and that's what I really like you know I'm not that I like that boys have insecurities. I wish everybody didn't have insecurities, but I appreciated the fact that they were bringing that up, especially in regards to like dating apps and social media of like how they are feeling that way too. Like they're, especially with the dating app, a dating apps, it's like whatever your best pictures of yourself are. And like, that's what you're being judged off of. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, for girls, I think we put a lot of pressure on like, okay, which six photos is it and blah, blah, blah. And we like, we think that like guys aren't thinking about that as much and they're like oh I'll just throw up these photos and we and we like we harp on guys all the time being like guys are ugly on it on Instagram guys are ugly on social media so just like like them anyway like don't judge him by his picture but like I think we make fun of guys for that sometimes like I that's something we always say like oh guys are ugly on Instagram like guys are ugly on dating apps but like that's so mean because they're actually insecure about what they're looking like on those platforms and like that's so unfair of us to not acknowledge that yeah, for sure. I, I think it did, it did bring a lot of perspective. And that's a huge takeaway that I had from the interview with, with the boys was just that 
everyone, yes, of course, our podcast is is aimed towards women in their 20s just because of some of the topics that we touch on. But really, like humans in general, we all have insecurities. We're all afraid of rejection. We all want love. We all want to present the best version of ourselves and, and feel successful in whatever way that that looks like. But so often, all of those different things are kind of tied up in what society deems as acceptable and successful and beautiful and everything. So it really was eye-opening. And I feel like so many of our listeners Listeners, I think a majority of people are on social media. And even if you try to not get into pressures that come about, I think it just is it's yeah. hard not to. It's it's so like hard. we're like conditioned to react that way. Yeah. Something I've been thinking about lately is like, oh my God, like I'm this is so stupid. And then I catch myself and I'm like, you're being absolutely stupid. But like something I think about, I'm like, oh, like I'm not no one's gonna recognize me on social media because like I'm not posting enough. Like I don't take enough pictures. I don't post enough pictures. Like I should post more pictures. Like and it's so dumb. It, like to me in the moment I like actually feel that way. And then when I take a step back, I'm like, that's dumb. Like, why am I thinking yeah. about that? Like even think about how conditioned we are. Like I, I know this about myself and of course with COVID and stuff, it's been different, but I know that I used to make it a point to document and sometimes still do like every moment, every, every outing. And as much as I want to, well, we're being really authentic here. As much as I want to say it was solely to capture the moment, it was definitely to capture the moment and simultaneously like show people what's up. And it's not ill-intended. It's not like, look at me, my life is better than yours. No, but it's just something I feel like we've been conditioned to do to show. Really conditioned the exciting pieces of life yeah it's so really fast it's really fascinating and it's funny because like I was going through videos because um I am making so I don't want to say it because she listens to the podcast but I'm making something for someone with old videos and I was like looking through a ton of like my old videos from college and I personally like I record a lot of stuff like I'm always kind of videotaping Brennan knows because I have a terrible memory so I like to like videotape like when we're having fun and I don't post that stuff like that stuff is just for me like the amount of random videos in my phone that are like so stupid are there's an absurd amount like I have so many and when I'm taking those videos I'm still so present and I can tell from the videos like I can tell I'm laughing we're having a good time like it's just kind of in my hands I'm not paying attention to what the video looks like I'm really capturing the moment and still being present in it and then when I look at the pictures that I'm taking because I'm having fun and I want to capture the fun but I also might want to post them on Instagram I can tell how unpresent I am in the moment in those pictures and like seeing the comparison it's just very interesting. Yeah, for sure. No, think about the amount of times that we even, this is no shame or shade on anyone because everybody does it, but think about the amount of times that you've taken, you've, we've taken a video and been like, oh no, 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 let's do that again. Mm-hmm. You know, like let's retake that. And at the end of the day, we really are so much more self-critical than other people are of us. And I think because we're that way of ourselves, we just automatically assume that everybody must be judging us in the same way. Whereas I know for myself, and it's not just out of care for Julia, like I know that I've taken in many a pictures of Julia in my lifetime and in in pictures where I genuinely am like that is a beautiful photo she's like you know she has all these different criticisms to say about it and vice versa and of yeah. course are there times where we're honest and we're like you know what maybe not you're best. Best. yeah 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 the best um totally yeah we're very honest about that stuff too sometimes the lighting in my home is horrid and it just like makes us look like we we like not like ourselves too but it is just really interesting to to hear the things that people are insecure about yeah and I was just having this conversation with Haley 
today actually about what not only like that we see ourselves differently than other people see us but that we also see everybody else through our own lens so like what Mm -hmm. I think you know I think our one friend may look great this way and you think you may think that they look better this other way and it's on one hand it's like well what the fuck like what is the truth and then on the other hand it's like oh beauty is in the eye of the beholder and it really there is really no one way that is the most beautiful or the most eye-catching or one way that we look best or you know that Mm. we have or that our insecurity is on show for everybody because it really is perception it's so perception I feel like we recognize that more with every conversation that we have Mm. that everything is is just perception but even with all of that being said I feel like the stuff that we get so caught up on in ourselves or judging of other people at the end of the day just isn't that big of a deal and I feel like we we realize that more yeah like we get so hung up on an angle or on the way that we look or what other people will think and all that stuff but at the end of the day like life is so much more than that but we don't don't remember that from day to day. I know I sure don't. Like even when I'm posting things that I tried to make inspirational, I am constantly thinking, will this be impactful enough? Is it inspirational enough? Like it's constantly this question of blank enough. Mm. And you know, like that's, that's not fun. <laughs> it yeah. just in the, in terms of pressure, it's not fun for us. Yeah. And in terms of like what with the boys, I mean, I think one, like recognizing that like, you know, they're feeling that way too. They're maybe as just as critical as they're about themselves as we are about ourselves. And in terms of like, you know, when we had the conversation with them, like, I kind of said this before, but everything that we were talking about was about not once did they bring up like physical features or physical attributes or like physicality being the most important. Like there was never... There was never that. And it was always something about a person's quality or vibe or personality. And like, just like you said, but like, it's not, you know, it's not maybe as big as a, of a deal as we make it. And we're all in the same boat. And we don't always, I think, zoom out enough to see that. Yeah, for sure. And if only we were to think about that stuff more often, I think it would just bring us so much more inner peace because it is something that's on our minds a lot. Even as someone who's not like fully in the day world like I still wanted to even like look my best for this interview with a floating head on zoom with these boys just because it just (laughs) felt (laughs) it just like it was different you know I don't know it it, it really is just so fascinating because we're like I I wonder were the three of them thinking about what they looked like on the zoom probably probably guys that credit like we don't like they probably were thinking what do I look like on the zoom just as much as we were but they don't we I think we like so neglect that when it comes to guys and like they're insecure in that way as well yeah and I'm glad we're being honest about this stuff because I will say sometimes I feel ashamed honestly talking about like even at all struggling quote unquote or or thinking about my body or thinking about all these things because there are moments where I'm like there's so much that I've detached myself from but there's still so much that we're conditioned to still believe you know that we're conditioned to still value or to still consider Mm -hmm. and like I'm not (laughs) a professional at that either so it's so funny like this standards that we can ultimately hold ourselves to and hold other people to. And I hope that we just keep having conversations like this and include more people in the circle of all different facets of life, because that is how we learn more. Like I do think that because we had that conversation,
conversation with these three boys, like we do, even if it's a little bit, like our perspective has shifted a little bit because we've had the opportunity to be like, oh, they feel it too. Okay. And it just expanded our perspective. So if you're like me, you have a thousand million bajillion pictures on your phone that nobody ever gets to see because they're sitting on your phone and you forget about them. And it's so sad because some of them are so amazing. I go back, I laugh, and I want to have these pictures so that I can enjoy some of my favorite memories and share them with my friends and family. And that is where free prints comes in. If you don't have free prints yet, you have to get it. Free prints is an app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all of those photos for free yes for free you get 1000 free four by six photo prints a year that's insane and all you have to do is pay a small shipping charge you can even print photos for other sizes next to nothing select all the photos that you want to print choose the sizes and you're done your premium quality prints will arrive on your doorstep in days free prints is one of the world's favorite apps download it now at freeprints.com and start enjoying real professional quality free prints no subscriptions no commitments just free Free prints. Again, go to freeprints.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints. Enjoy. Being Home with Hunker is a podcast where we visit with designers, artists, and creatives in the spaces that express and shape their identities, their homes. If you love design and decor, if you're curious about how people live, or if you've been transitioning or transforming your own home, you'll love these honest conversations. Join us weekly at Being Home with Hunker. Visit hunker.com forward slash podcast where you can find, subscribe, and listen to the show. Something that we talk about on the episode that I want to talk to you, Brenda, about just on your perspective, not in terms of what we talked about with the boys, but we talk about, we ended up getting into a conversation about career and dating and like how difficult it can be to feel like you can give yourself to a partner when you're not yet stable in your career or you're not yet in the place you want to be in your career. And I think, I wish we could have spent a little more time on it because I think we kind of just scratched the surface with them. But it was interesting to hear how they really are, you know, there is a lot of thought that goes into wanting to provide for a partner. And I think that on both ends, male, female, or if for any not hetero relationships, partner to partner, there there is a want, I think, you know, around this age when you become responsible for yourself, you want to you want to feel like you could be responsible for your partner as well. And of course, that that incites maybe some hesitation or fear around dating if you feel like you're not stable in your own career yet. But I wanted to, you know, I wanted to talk to you about that to one, yes, like highlight that that is totally a thing and like so fair. But I think the part that we didn't talk about with the boys is that that it's okay to grow with someone. Mm. And I wanted your perspective on that, Brenda, because you that's exactly what you have done and are doing. So what 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 are your thoughts on that? Yeah, um, I think it's really cool to be able to grow with someone. And of course, there's a whole lot of outside forces that can play a role, whether it's societal, whether it's personal and people you know, um, and like assumptions and stuff that can come along the way. So when you're talking about growing with someone, do you mean emotionally? You mean financially? You mean like- I mean, all of the above. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess you know, we're at the place in, in our lives that we are in, you know, in these 20s, this 20s decade, what we're talking about all the time. It is so tr- 
transformative emotionally, what you're doing with your career, where you're living. Like this is the period that we are all transforming. That's what this fucking show is about. So like, I guess we talked about it mostly in terms of like career with with the boys, but um, I would like to hear your perspective on growing in your career and like, and growing emotionally. We could talk about both of those. But also, you know, to highlight that sometimes, sometimes it might not be the right time. Sometimes you might not be in the space, you know, to be able to hold a relationship and do, you know, and pursue your career, your dreams. Sometimes you might not be, but sometimes the right person might come along and you might not be in the place in your career that you want to be, but it can still be possible to have a successful relationship and grow together in that. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of times, especially like for me and Chris, we had to do a lot of growing together, but also apart in the sense of like when I was away at school. Um, and it's definitely challenging, but I do feel like it's it's hard because I feel like there are so many circumstances where we're like, okay, but is this the path? Is this the path? And I think I just knew that I didn't want to experience my life personally without him. So we had to figure out a way to still live independently for me to go to school, do all my clubs, do all my stuff, and then come back home and like figure out how to morph our lives even while not taking this like big next step of living together yet like people expect us to um so yeah I think it's I think it's hard like I hate to to give that answer I think it's hard because of the expectations that there are and because of the judgments you think people may or may not be making but I think it honestly comes along with and I hate to give the buzzword of like giving yourself some grace and space like you said but of acknowledging that everyone's path is different and even though my path (laughs) may, may be different than other people's like I know for Chris and I like our schedules are totally different different. I very much like try to go off of his work schedule with rotating days off. You know, he has off on the weekends every three months. He has a few vacations during the year. But I think something that I've learned and especially like through the conversation with the boys, through talking to you, all that stuff is a moral of the story for me was that everyone's path is different and learning to take what we can and leave what we don't like we always say is so much easier to do when we're really listening to ourselves and what feels right and what's possible and what's not. And I guess what I mean by that that is sometimes I think there are things that we want and that aren't aren't possible in the sense of like maybe it's not financially accessible at the time maybe you know it's whatever external factors there are and like trying to find peace with well how can I make the best of this moment I don't know if I'm answering your question yeah, no, you are. I, I'm curious as to what you think like the most, what, what what your like best tip would be or the thing that was the most helpful to you and Chris when it came to, because neither of you are in your peak place of your career right now. You know, yeah, neither of you all. are like, you, neither of you can say I'm exactly at the place I want to be in my career. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to that, what do you think is like the best tip you could give or the thing that has helped you to the most of growing together as a couple and being there as a couple for each other during that and still both needing to you know work on your own career paths totally yeah I think a a big the biggest piece of it is conversations like we talk a lot about like if we're fulfilled how work is going and we don't talk about his aspect of work too, too often. And I try not to talk about mine too often in terms of like the nitty gritty details, but we do have conversations often in terms of like checking in and knowing right at the very end, knowing, and I think this is a big key is like knowing that we have a choice, knowing that where we both are now does isn't where we always have to be knowing that there's room for growth, knowing that there's room to explore. I know for him and I, you know, I won't share every aspect for him, but I know that he's personally like working on a little side hustle right now. He's tried something else before that. So I think we're 
both supporting, we're having conversations, we are listening to the new potential ideas, giving honest feedback and supporting those side things and knowing that like where we are right now likely will not be where we're going to end up. Who knows? But yeah, we're just being really intentional and aware throughout it. That's wonderful. And it is, you know, of course there is merit in feeling like you need to complete things on your own path before joining your life with someone else. But there also is something beautiful about growing with someone. And I, I think, I think the thing that I was reflecting on the most is that like one, the thing we always say of like, you can't predict your life. Mm-hmm. things are going to happen when they're going to happen. And you just have to kind of be open for whatever it's going to be. You know, if it's going to be getting settled in your career before you're ready to meet the right, before you're open enough to meet the right person, it might be that. Or if it's getting, you're figuring out your career and you're not sure you want a relationship, but the right person comes along and then and then you say, this is someone I can't let go of. So you go down that. Or if you put, you know, your eggs in your basket of working on your relationship first and making that stable and career comes later like I think it just goes what I was thinking about is like again you you just can't you can't predict what life is going to throw at you and I think the thing that I'm learning the most is just being open and willing to accept whatever comes my way you know you can't plan and don't push out the good things if there are good things just because you have an idea in your head of like what your trajectory should be like Totally. Yeah. I think that's a huge moral of what you and I have learned throughout this whole process and what I continue to try to accept. And I say try because it's not always easy, but yeah, like the more people that we talk to, the more I realize to you really, and I know I said it before, but you really just can't base your path off of someone else's. Like sometimes I feel frustrated by, I'm like, man, we're not going to live together for another X amount of years. But also like, I could be wrong. It could be sooner. It could be later. It could be at the same time as my friends are buying new apartments. It could be a home. Like who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with my career? Who knows where I'm going to be? Who knows when this podcast is going to reach 100 trillion gajillion million downloads? I'm Tomorrow. Full time job tomorrow. So (laughs) there are so many factors that are beyond our control and are not predictable. And it's, it's hard to like fully, fully make peace with that. Sometimes there are times where I'm like, so at ease with it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take whatever comes. And other times where I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh yeah. yeah, It is not easy. Like me saying that does not mean that I'm doing that a hundred percent of the time. Like I strive towards it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what's important of like what's important. And and what you said before, Drew, about being open. And I think that's the biggest piece is often I think so many of us that are like that have this type A mindset or planning mindset and want to control, which a lot of us do, like we almost shut things off because we're like, oh, well, that's not supposed to happen at that pace, mm-hmm. you know, or that's not supposed to happen then. So it, you know, if you're not open to receiving these things, then, you know, you could end up in a totally different position and, you know. Right. Like yeah, you have to you have to be open. The the love of your life or the dream job might walk in at any time. So be open to it, I guess. Be open to it. That Ooh. Is that what we're going with here? I honestly don't know. I I feel like we're going in every direction. I know. Well, we were thinking about a lot of things. We did go in many directions in the episode on Thursday. I think you guys are gonna love it. You're gonna learn, you're gonna laugh, you're gonna fall in love with them. Maybe they're really cute. They're really cute, yeah. They're so adorable. Like they were just so they were just so like sweet. They were so sweet. They had such big hearts, it's so clear. I love their dynamic. It's also 
clear as to why they have such an awesome podcast because they just, it's their dynamic, their chemistry, man. It's, it's strong. (laughs) Yeah. You guys are going to love it. I was literally laughing out loud, editing it. It's so fun. And if you want to, before the episode on Thursday, go check out the charity stripe. They just did a episode with Matthew McConaughey. If you want to listen to that one, they're really good. They (laughs) usually talk about sports, but they do have some other topics thrown in there. So give them a listen before you give them a listen with us on Thursday. And I think that's all, Brenda. Yeah, I think that's all because mama's got to get a a Roni test. Mama's got to go get a Roni test to make sure that she's not carrying the Ronas. Which she's probably not, but we love to be safe. Better safe then sorry everybody that's right but we love you guys so much seriously i feel like we've gotten so much more support over the past few weeks and stuff after our 100th episode and we love to hear from you guys literally anytime we get a dm we smile from ear to ear with all this love no lie (laughs) and i promise we'll be back on thursday and from now on on the youtube we're so excited to start getting really consistent with that and have you guys watch us on there as well as listen to us in your ears all right everybody have a happy week and join us on thursday and subscribe to us i think you can't say that word (laughs) youtube what subscribe yeah. It's a hard word. It always comes out funny. Well, go do it. We go do it. Guys, and just remember, you are a 10, ten out of 10, ten, baby. Wow, Brenda did it really slow today. Okay, I was going for the fast. She was going for the I slow. was going for fast too, but I didn't know if I was coming out delayed to you. <laughs> no, no. Well, take it with that. Goodbye. She's trying to read her lips. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.